0: Hey, this is Nate from RadShare, and you're listening to the BMX In
1: Our Blood podcast.
2: Hey, this is Shane Hallahan, and this is the BMX In Our Blood.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the BMX In Our Blood episode 100. And this episode is a gift. This episode is specifically for the people of fbm the people that actually work there and work so hard to keep keep the fun alive keep the stoke alive and and they definitely have so this is a surprise podcast dedicated to them and what you're going to hear is you're going to hear from a bunch of people i'm sure you know especially if you follow fbm And their team and people that they're affiliated with, whether they be manufacturers or bike shops, friends, any, any, uh, in any capacity customers, um, it has, is, and will be a project that I'll remember for, for quite a while. I'm grateful for Mike Callahan who shot these guys messages and then gave me the phone numbers and, and I kept going, going from there on his recommendations, and then some other people popped up too. So it was, uh, it's been a great, great, great experience. So it's, uh, it's something I think uh, Steve Crandall and John Lee, John Quartz and herbs. I think, uh, I think they're really going to appreciate this and and enjoy it. I do want to thank Powers Bike Shop for sponsoring the show. I definitely wanted to give my very short story on FBM cuz I really want to get to to these people that I that I was talking about. I'd say my most vivid memory of FBM was uh, when we had a jam down at Shoreham. Steve brought a bunch of the guys in the in the bus. The f- infamous or famous, let's go with famous, black FBM bus. Rich Bartlett was with them and just a whole bunch of guys, and it was, it was really cool, so, obviously, these guys were running on a, on a tight budget, and um, I was just so happy to see, just so happy to see Steve, and, and the crew that was with them for that trip, I I did something I would normally do, and I basically asked if they would mind if I, I got some food for them, and, and we, Bought a bunch of pizzas and uh and Steve comes up to me and and says, Here, I want you to have this. And he uh he took the crossbar pad off his off his handlebars and gave it to me. It was an FBM crossbar pad. It was pretty cool because FBM doesn't have crossbar pads. This was made you know for they probably made a, a couple, maybe, but it wasn't something that they were marketing or or selling in any way. So it was, it was special because I don't believe Steve had another one. That's for sure. But that's the type of guy he is. And, uh, it, uh, came around again, uh, when I ordered my first custom FBM from them and John Lee was, was very involved in it. And, uh, I mean, ordering a bike and doing it through John Lee is just, it's amazing. So he, um, he asked me a few questions. Most I couldn't answer, so he answered for me. The, so much had changed since I stopped. But he was so patient with me and just got that order done. John Quartz built it up, did an awesome job. And it's the bike that I still ride today. It was about three years ago, I think, that I got it. And so when I pull it out of the box, when John ships it to me, not only did it have the or has the coolest FBM version of a logo of their logo that I've ever seen, because it looks like the TNT logo, but it's FBM. So it's uh it, it was cool. And it was in the colors of a team that I had a racing team that I had in the nineties, uh, DDR for those, those of you that may not know. So not only did it have that sticker, but he sent me now a top two frame pad so now i mean i've got basically the set i didn't really need a a stem pad and i'm sure there wasn't one of those floating around but it just got better and better but uh you know such what may seem to be small gestures were not they were they were big gestures and just from people that really appreciated me as a customer and and just me as a person. So, anyhow, that's my FBM story, and I'm going to leave it at that because there's far more to it than that. Just happy to be associated with them as a as a friend and a customer, and uh, was was pretty pretty psyched up when I when I thought of this idea of, of just gathering the thoughts of the the team because it's something I, I really believe they deserve. And uh, you know, really, ten times over. But uh, so anyway, have fun listening to this. This is uh, it's 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 gonna be such a fun one. Uh, I I do want to uh, quickly shout out a couple people uh, because we are in this this difficult and uncertain time. Uh, in reference to the COVID virus, and I'm assuming. There's quite a few of you that cannot work because of it um, because you're either self- quarantined or not willing to take the risk to go to work, which I don't blame people for that either. Uh, and then some of you may have essential jobs and and you need to uh, you need to be at work and take whatever precautions you can. But um, I did want to recognize two people. One of them is Amanda Farabaugh, I believe that's how you say her name, otherwise known as Nas' sister. She's an RN in New York, and, you know, putting others before herself, even though she has a husband and children at home, and that's a that's a big deal. And a very similar situation with Jane McCarthy, another RN, and. Uh, and she is not only a BMX rider, but she's a BMX mom with four kids that ride. I believe all four kids ride. And her awesome husband, Tim. But thank you both for for hanging in there and, and working in just a, such a difficult situation. So uh, I can't even imagine. But uh, thank you for, for being there for the people that need you the most. So anyway, as soon as we are done with this... The heaviest part of this, this quarantine situation and, and really taking all these precautions and not having gatherings, you know, the six foot of distance, and but that's so important. Uh, as soon as we're done with, with that, we will get back out there and we will, and in my opinion, we'll appreciate BMX and, and everything that we have in life even more than we had before sometimes situations like like this covid virus bring on some real serious realizations of of really what life is about and by no coincidence uh the people you hear from today in this podcast feel the same way just about fbm and about riding and about friendship so uh thank you clip yeah this is Caleb
3: Bolton Before anything else, FBM to me is just a group of friends. I think everybody affiliated with FBM are just real friends and whether they see each other every day or every five years, it's all the same. I look up to everybody at FBM as riders and just as people as well. I don't think there's many other crews out there that are accepting of everybody of all walks of life like FBM is. I feel like I could hit anybody any anybody in the crew up at any time if something was going down and, and they'd help me out it's all about doing it ourselves and making shit happen BMX comes almost second to just the, the homey aspect of it and I'm just really thankful that I was such a small part in such an awesome thing I really just want to thank everybody who's ever had anything to do with FBM from the bottom of my heart because it's, it's fucking awesome man Thanks, y'all. Thanks for letting me tag along and let's keep it going. Peace.
4: My name is Bobby Proctor and I'm answering the question, what does FBM mean to me? Honestly, everything. Every memory that makes me truly happy has to do with FBM. From the jams to the friendships I've made, my life would be missing something great without FBM being there for it. I've learned that you have to make your own luck, and nothing should ever be too easy. Embracing all those challenging obstacles with a positive approach. FBM is tough as shit, and so aren't the gentlemen behind it all. John Quartz, Mike Erb, John Lee, and Crandall, I thank you from the bottom of my heart for teaching me what it means to be a bike rider. It's not about how good you are, or the amount of followers you have on whatever social media platform you use. But it's to be a caring, supportive friend to the entire BMX community. It's a small niche scene, and if it wasn't for companies like FBM, imagine how much smaller our community would be. And if not smaller, just out of touch with one another. Because of FBM, there are people around the world I would call my family. Even though I'm bad at staying in touch most of the time, when I see them, it's like no time has passed. Quick shout out to everyone that rides a bike for the fun of it. The acronym FBM means a lot to a bunch of people. The one I would choose would be fire, beer, and mayhem. Obviously. Probably seven years ago now, at a heathens jam, is where I came to that conclusion. We left the city in Sleeper's white van after rush hour to drive through the night. I was young, so after two beers, I was out until we arrived at like two or three in the morning. We pulled into a field occupied by Maybe a hundred campers or so. And there in the middle of the field was a car on fire. Apparently, they did donuts and jumped it until it magically lit on fire. The next day was the Heathens Halloween Jam. Again, I was young. Somehow that morning, my headset was broken. And there was too much stoke to not ride. So I ended up riding the whole day with no headset. And after a bit, I noticed people, including myself, were getting way more rowdy. After bike riding, I was hanging out with everyone. And Kelly Baker, out of nowhere, appeared in a wrestling outfit. So I tried tackling him the entire rest of the day as well, and he whooped my ass every time. Around sundown, someone started walking around with a big old bag of mushrooms. And I believe most people indulged in fungi. As dark finally set in, and I was definitely feeling the effects from the whole day of being bad to myself, another mystery bag goes around. This time it's a bag full of fireworks. And not bottle rockets and firecrackers, but adult-sized Roman candles and mortars with no tubes. Immediately, everyone somehow knew what team they were on. I stuck with the ginches, of course. And about 45 seconds later, I almost get blown up. But it was fun. A full-out war began. It was the craziest experience I've ever had with fireworks at that time. A few hours later, and I'm still trying to take down Kelly Baker, I see someone rolling a monster truck tire into the fire filled with spray cans that night like many other fbm jams was fueled on fire beer and mayhem and that's what fbm means to me if i had to put three words on it quick side note i wore a blonde mullet wig and talked in a southern draw for most of that night we ended up rolling that burnt car from the previous night about 60 yards into the fire i later found out that kelly baker was only using one arm and he whooped my ass the entire night. And with all that said, I'll still spray paint FBM on all my clothes. I'll still draw my stickers on my bike. And I'll keep on loving you all. Thank you guys for being the most badass bike company to ever exist.
5: Alright, here's that one simple question. What did FBM mean to you as a brand? I thought it
6: was going to be a simple question.
5: That's pretty simple. I mean, you could give me a simple answer if you want.
6: Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if to think back on it now, it, all that shit's kind of surreal. You know, I remember Crandall and the boys, you know, Hamden and Tag and Gilly living in Ithaca, um, just making shitty-ass T-shirts. <laughs> I still have a couple of them just for his souvenirs and everything. And then, you know, we just... Crandall had this idea. They were just fucking hustlers making videos and shit. I don't think Crandall meant to make a company. He just wanted to make money to get to the next fucking gas yeah. stop. Yep. You know, really. And then things got serious and everything, and it was... It was wild as a brand, you know. I mean, just life and times, I guess. You know, I mean, I mean, the the metal and the frames and shit are still upstairs and all that kind of stuff. We just the yeah, the life and times meeting you, Vic, and everything, all the times and you know all the
5: people and life and times, man. That's what the brand is to me. Yeah, right. It's it's definitely okay. the life and times that had been created through FBM. And the Brotherhood. It was never expected. I don't think it was ever
6: planned. Like I say, it was just Crandall trying to get his next fucking meal and herbals, and it just kind of expanded from there, which is awesome.
5: Yeah, and it happens like organically, like totally natural. Right. Nothing was yeah. pushed, right?
6: I don't think so. Yeah.
5: Yeah, I don't think so either. I think that's always been the approach of FBM.
6: I still have the very first FBM frame upstairs in my bedroom, bud. If anybody ever wants to see it, awesome, man. Yeah.
5: Yeah, Even before it had a name or just the prototype frame.
6: The very first one. Yeah. Awesome. It it wasn't even painted when we got it. It Yeah. Came from. uh, I think Spooky made. Yeah, Spooky made it.
5: Yeah, yeah. It was on. I think it was on one of the postcards that was in a a, a props. yeah, like tags holding it out or something like that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. Awesome, man. Yeah. I mean, I I think what you said is is perfect. You know, it's 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 this. Everybody has that same feeling, you know, about FBM and what all you guys created at a certain point in time and all the different generations of people that were involved with it. You know, so. Everybody has that same feeling. It wasn't a bike company. It was more of like a, I I don't want to call it a cult, but it was more of like a a brotherhood. Uh,
6: We just made spots. We had good times. Yeah. You know, we'd go out in the woods and dig, you know, just like you do, you know, and make spots. Like my brother said, we're like inland surfers. (laughs) We're making our own waves. What? You know? We maintain our own waves, you know. People come to ride our waves, basically. We don't live by the ocean. Yeah. You know, and we're, we're motocross and BMX and shit like that, you know. And, you know, everybody just wants to hang out with each other. It's not about fucking who has the best, you know, sneaker sponsorship or if you got a Butterfinger candy bar sponsorship or anything like that. It's about fucking who can make the best campfire meal and fucking <laughs> laugh the most <laughs> you know, who can make the
7: best swap? Remember the swap. those bunkers? Oh,
5: yeah, man. The swath. I a lot of swaps, man. <laughs> Yeah.
7: Currently on my 10th day of quarantine down here riding alone. And I really enjoy riding alone. You can actually hear my cassette ratcheting right now. When it's by choice, it's awesome. When it's not by choice, it's a bummer. And, and I think that... That's the connection I wanted to start with here, with the idea of FBM, even though it was a bike company, and it made bike parts, and it was such a large entity within the scene, I think the core of that company was friendship. And I think growing up down here in Florida, beyond the the BMX culture at large, beyond the progression, beyond the tricks, was the group of friends that that I grew up riding with and how important they were to me and how important they still are to me. And that is the basis for why I rode bikes then and why I still ride bikes. And extending into that, that's what FBM represented to me. And you know, the last seven years being able to travel with those dudes has really been an extension of that. And to them, to to Crandall and to John Lee and to all the dudes at FBM, just wanted to say thanks for that because it'll always live on for me with that at its core. And I'm really proud to be associated with that. So appreciate you guys, appreciate everything you've done, and everything you'll continue to do, because the, the ethos of FBM will live on.
8: Hi, this is Kara from Circuit, and you're about to hear a snippet of a conversation that Vic and I had with John Tillman, aka Chunk, who worked for FBM for a bit. And was team manager also. Like uh,
9: like you said, a lifestyle as a brand. It wasn't more of like, oh man, I wanna get on this to be like sponsor professional rider. I just saw a group of people who were doing things that I was able to gravitate gravitate to and I could identify with more like than a guy like Dave Mirror who was doing, you know, triple tail ups and double bar spins. There were guys wearing like flannels and like blowing things up in the woods and just like creating their own fun and once I got involved with FBM, I realized that it was much more than just like um, a bicycle company or a t-shirt company. It was more of like, oh wow, everybody here is like a full-time job, and they're like amazing bike riders and um, kind of sticking by each other, more of like a brotherhood. So it was more like we all looked out for each other, as as like a family, you know. So it meant a lot to me, and it still does. And to me, I don't think FBM's dead just because they're not making bicycles doesn't mean like the culture and the people and everything else just has to go away with that it's um it's still around and it's always going to be around as long as we continue to keep you know doing what we do you know agreed that's just that's just kind of how i feel about it
8: yeah, yeah. that's that's good john yeah <laughs>
5: you gonna make me cry
9: <laughs> i mean those guys those guys took me everywhere. I saw every, I saw almost all of the United States because of FBM.
5: Yeah, yeah, no, it's or, insane. I like,
9: linked up to somebody who, like, because I was affiliated with that, I got to like walk into some of these places that I would have never been able to go into had I not like been involved with some of these dudes.
8: Mm. You know. Yep.
5: Stoked. Yeah, super stoked.
8: <laughs> well, thanks for, uh, well, for that, saying that. I think it's gonna mean I, a lot. <laughs> you you
5: you hit you hit the nail on the head, dude.
10: All right. All right. Is it live
11: or something? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's up? This is Latney Coghill, and I'm um, hanging out. Thinking about, you know, FBM and and all my times and what it meant to me. And it's just a, uh, an incredible amount of memories that come to mind. You know, I've been fortunate to be with the guys and see everything from Simon Taboron doing a 900 on a ramp made out of pallets and a mobile home. To almost getting run over by a forklift behind a Walmart at 4 a.m. because we're sleeping behind some pallets. You know, driving in a black school bus across the United States with a gas gauge that doesn't work, that just got bought maybe a few days prior. You know, it's, uh, it's a beautiful thing what FBM has done and what it will continue to do for a lot of people, you know, people in BMX and, and just people in general who get to see it and experience it. And, you know, I'm forever grateful. For my time, being even being associated with with any of those guys is is really truly amazing, and uh, you know, I thank you for tuning in. Thanks for listening. I know this was brief, but again, there's just no such thing as putting this into into a few words or a few sentences. It's just it's just uh, it's beyond that, and it always will be. And i uh, and yeah. Hopefully, this wasn't too weird, too rambling. Enjoy yourselves, and take care.
12: This is Jay Schley. I work for Quality Bicycle Products. FBM as a partner with QBP was amazing. They were professional in every sense of the way. Obviously, you don't maybe think of FBM as a professional company, but trust me, they are. Um, Mike Erb, John Lee, uh, Quartz, Big Dave, um, everybody involved on the back end of FBM uh, really made things happen, and was a joy to work with. Uh, everything was always smooth with them. Um, they were open to ideas. And really, just you couldn't ask for a better partner in um, FBM. the The big surprise I think that everyone will will kind of really get a kick out of is that. FBM did more shop stops with QBP than any other company, and they were also the only the only team in BMX that QBP has dealt with as far as shop stops that showed up to every shop stop on time, every single one of them on time. Uh, and really, They did so many shop stops and doing those shop stops benefited BMX. Not only did it benefit FBM, but it benefited every other BMX brand and, you know, the bike industry in general because you have all these kids that are now seeing FBM and getting excited about riding bikes and then, you know, maybe later on they go on and ride mountain bikes, whatever, but – They saw that FBM show or they went to that FBM jam or contest or whatever. Just the events in general that FBM put together um, helped the bike industry. In the time span that FBM existed, I think you would be really hard pressed to find any other company that has done as many events as FBM has. And of course, we can't forget that they made straightforward kick-ass products. FBM, Fire Bikes Mayhem. I also like to think of it as friends, bikes, memories. Uh, If you really kind of put it together, um, FBM is really a bunch of friends that um, got together through bike riding and created lasting memories. I know for myself personally, um, I met Crandall way back in the day, uh, came to my trails. (laughs) ate shit on the smallest jump there and uh, basically have been friends ever since I met Mike Tagg at a completely different time Uh, I was actually at a show and met him Uh, but the great thing about both uh, Mike Tagg and Crandall is they were already well known when I met them and I was a a BMX nobody Uh, I've never been pro or anything like that but it, it never mattered to them it was always Hey, come along for the ride and, um, let's go ride bikes and have fun. And that's the great thing about FBM is I met so many friends through, uh, FBM. I've gone on so many trips, uh, with countless stories and memories that I'll never forget. And it's really that whole, um, idea of, of just having fun and riding your bike and, you know, you you can't put a price on that. It's just awesome memories that you'll have for life. What made FBM so cool is that they were never trying to be cool. They were just themselves, and it didn't matter who you were. You were just welcome. Everybody that had any affiliation with FBM whatsoever was always that way. Um, you could name countless names of course but it didn't matter it was kind of the fbm ethos of just you know like hey you want to ride bikes here we are come join the fun
2: yo yo what's up guys this is seamus McEwen reporting to you live from goat pen skate park i hope this voice memo reaches everyone out there in good health as we navigate through these crazy ass times When asked what FBM means to me, so many thoughts come to my mind. Sleeping on the ground at Walmart, pissing in jugs, and losing so many brain cells driving around in that bus are just a few. Crandall got a free ticket to England one time and gave it to me. He worked his ass off selling art to buy his own ticket so that we could go together. That right there just shows you the type of dude he is. I've known him since I was like 12 years old, and I really consider him a great friend and mentor that I can always call on, and I hope that he feels the same. As much as FBM is or was a company or brand, it's really so much more just a school of thought. You never had to be an FBM rider to go on an FBM trip, and anyone can have fun or get made fun of at an FBM jam. It doesn't matter if FBM sells bike parts because the seed has already been planted in every person who was ever touched by FBM. The movement is just too strong. No matter what the changing tides bring to our industry, you can't ever fucking stop someone from nailing a pallet to a piece of plywood and having a blast. I'd like to personally thank Crandall for being a beacon of positivity, stubbornness, and selflessness that has inspired myself and so many others to make the world a better place. I will always be a part of FBM in whatever form or function we evolve into, and I cannot thank everyone involved enough. You're all family. I'm so excited to see what the future holds for Crandall, and I can't wait to see the whole crew again soon. And also, a big shout-out to the FBM skate team. Oh, God, I just stepped in dog shit. I gotta go. Thanks, Joe.
13: Hey, I'm Danny. Uh, a lot of people know me as Danny Lightning Bolt. <laughs> That's not how I refer to myself. But um, I just wanted to share a little bit of what FBM means to me. Uh, I grew up in upstate New York in the Syracuse area. And I didn't start riding BMX till like, 2008. Um, I was 19 or 20 at that point, so I kind of got a later start. But I had worked in a bike shop for a little bit at that point and knew some kind of crossover BMXers um, through snowboarding. And... I definitely knew about FBM they were kind of like the local hometown heroes Um, they definitely had a reputation that preceded them in that area for sure so I kind of knew who they were and kind of what they were all about Um, and I went in the spring of 2008 I had been riding for like a month I think and I went to I went to an FBM jam at Ray's Mountain Bike Park in Cleveland, and that was kind of the my first real exposure to the crew, some of the FBM crew, um, and by that time, of course, it had morphed and changed a lot since the initial days, but they were still, the jam was called Have Fun Because It's Fun. I had the shirt forever. It had Bill Cosby on it, but... um yeah they're still doing what they did best um and that definitely as a someone who had just started riding bmx going to an event like that but i was kind of like oh yeah this makes sense these are my people um anyways then in i think it was 2013 crandall asked me if I wanted to ride an FBM, and I was like, fuck yeah, and I flew out to Richmond, um, built up my first gypsy, and then that was the start of the third Lord of Fun trip, Lords of Fun trip, sorry, so I borrowed a motorcycle from Evan Vendetti, he had an extra bike, and yeah, we I built up the gypsy and then just went straight into the Lords of Fun trip, which was this crazy motorcycle trip around Virginia. But it was ridiculous, and I could talk for a long time just about that trip. Um, but yeah, over the years of just different team trips and... You know, the FBM open houses in Binghamton and then Ithaca. Um, Camping with everybody, you know, sleeping in parking lots, (laughs) sleeping in random places, taking trips on the bus, all the shenanigans and kind of everyone that I met through that whole thing whether it was other dudes on the team or different people that, you know, whether they rode for FBM or just were, like, part of the FBM family, and that's really more what FBM is, and I think anyone you ask would kind of agree. It's sort of just this big, far-reaching family of, weirdos and like-minded and not so like-minded just all kinds of people but I mean I've, I've met you know some of my best friends through FBM really um and I mean I would go to the open houses a couple of the open houses in Ithaca my family would come to and you know my sister and my niece and my mom and dad and they knew you know Crandall and they would met the Hallahans and other people so I was like literally bringing my own family into this like FBM family and I I think that's probably true for a lot of people um I remember the one open house weekend uh Seamus's parents were there and just you know the Hallihans and so many other people the opportunities I've gotten just to like travel and meet people and experience new things and just like also get out of my comfort zone because I am definitely like weird and wild and crazy at times for sure but I'm also pretty shy and I'm an introvert and so being around being around um Crandall especially (laughs) in the old days (laughs) and just like a lot of the other crew helped bring me out of my shell a little bit at times for sure You know, of course, you're grateful for the obvious, Um, always having a badass bike to ride and getting parts and gear. Um, That is amazing, but when you really stop and reflect and, you know, think about the past seven years, like, what means the most truly is the memories I have I mean it's like this little you know this little slideshow I'm smiling just thinking about it getting a little sappy here but yeah I don't know it's just I mean I never really set out to be a sponsored rider so it was a really kind of a big surprise and treat for me um I don't know that I always felt I deserved it. I'm not the best at, like, filming stuff or, you know, social media presence and stuff like that. But being able to be a part of FBM has kind of really just meant more than any of that anyways. I'll try and just sum it up by saying thank you, Crandall, John Lee, Herbals, Johnny Quartz, Dylan, and just everyone that's on the team, that was on the team, that's a part of FBM, um, for having my back and making me feel welcome and... Definitely not letting me forget how to have fun and, you know, giving me a little nudge of courage to try new things and, yeah. Thank you so much for everything that y'all have done for me. Even though FBM is not officially a company or a business anymore there will always be FBM, and I'm looking forward to whatever lies ahead. Love y'all.
14: My name is Dylan Leeper, and I was asked, what does FBM mean to me? FBM means the world. Out of all the acronyms that it's gathered in its time, the one that means the most to me is friendship, brotherhood, and memories. For the last eight years, I've gotten to be a part of one of the best companies to ever do it in the game. The time I've gotten to spend with FBM has brought upon some of the funnest times I've ever had with some of the people I love most. And as a brand, when I think of FBM, I think of John Quartz, Herbels, John Lee, and Steve Crandall. Without them, none of it would have been possible, and they are the purveyors of fun. Constantly reminding you, not to let your youth escape you and that anything is possible if everyone pitches in a little and helps one another. No matter what the state of FBM is we will always have each other and it's like I've heard Crandall say the road goes on forever and the party never ends. I am truly grateful for everything they've done for me in my time and to everyone who has worked at FBM throughout the time to keep the stoke high. My hat will forever be off to everyone at the FBM family and I love them all.
1: Next up the Hallahan family starting with Lucas.
15: For me FBM was all about being who I wanted to be and ride the way I wanted to ride. FBM got me stoked and never limited me to having a hell of a good time.
2: To me FBM was all about getting stoked, whether it be at an abandoned pool or in the woods. We're just hanging out, having a good time. Steve never asked us to change who we are. All he wanted was for us to be stoked,
8: and that to me was FBM.
2: Every time I saw the crew, I knew we were going to have such a great time because no matter what, everybody would just have fun and keep smiling. What does FBM mean to you?
12: FBM is my life. I love when the crew gets together. It's so much fun. And how's Crandall? He's awesome.
13: I can't separate the uh, company and the support from the family that FBM is. The memories and the friendships that were made, they were last forever.
15: Well, yeah, I mean, I think that pretty much says it all. Um, FBM, fun, friends... Family, individuality, um, Casey said FBM is her life, that's that's so funny, but actually true. I mean, Casey was probably two or three years old when we first became FBM family, so I mean, she has um, grown up FBM, um, that is kind of funny uh the only the only other thing I would add to all of this is um <laughs> the actual quality of the bike parts um the frames bars forks all those that uh were welded in in new york um top quality for sure the best um, we'll miss everything about. FBM, yet at the same time, it's going to live forever within us, Um, and the party never ends.
10: My name is Stu Johnson. I used to work for Props BMX, and I do freelance video work. Uh, The question is, what does FBM mean to you as a brand, a sponsor, and a friendship? Um... As far as a sponsor, I've, I was never really sponsored by FBM, but uh, the guys were always nice enough to flow me bike parts whenever I needed them, uh, which was greatly appreciated. Um, as far as being a brand, uh, I think FBM is, you know uh, the epitome of DIY and uh, you know a pillar in the BMX community. Uh, it's truly by riders, for riders. you know Everybody who worked at FBM was a rider. I think that's very important. Um, It's nice riding a bike where you know the people who made the parts. Uh, You know, in this case, old roommates. You know, I mean, hell, I feel like I've been roommates with half the people on FBM at some point or another. Uh, You know, but it's just that that DIY that. that inclusion of everyone in the BMX community you know you every, everyone has a voice and everyone can uh, participate and you know uh, the FBM events uh, you know it's it, it really is a community effort and it's encouraged to be a community effort which is nice um, you know that's that's what makes FBM pure and that's what made the events uh, very pure and, and really just a pleasure to be at. Um, you know, they didn't just, uh, take from BMX, uh, they gave back, which is, which is rare, you know, not, not enough companies do that, I believe. Um, and definitely not at the level that FBM did, uh, you know, some of the most legendary contests in the history of BMX. Um, I just think what they brought to the table is immeasurable and i hope that it still continues in some way uh if not you know just in spirit alone and as far as the friendships go i mean that's really what fbm is all about to me it's about the friendships uh you know the the bike company itself might go away but i know those friendships uh, you know they're going to be there for the long haul
8: this is Kara, Sophie, and Vic Bettencourt from Circuit BMX. And we're talking about FBM.
2: What did FBM mean to you as a brand and a friendship?
8: Well, we've always admired FBM and their DIY values. I um, feel like they were creating a scene that they wanted to be a part of. Um, and they were a company that had the greater good of BMX as their mission. And uh, they've just always done the right thing by BMX. You know, we're for BMX. And I feel like it's, it's a loss for BMX as a whole to lose FBM. And we're going to really miss them. I'm going to miss all the stop shops and the events we did together. And um, did I say stop, stop shop shops? shops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shop stops. <laughs> and um, all the riders who visited. What do you think, Dad?
5: Uh, I, I've always looked up to FBM as a brand. They partied hard. They traveled the right way. And they built rad shit from trails to bikes to put in some of the most iconic BMX videos out into the world, you know, and that influenced me and made me want to live that lifestyle. Um, So I did, basically, and I feel like I might be living it still. (laughs) Um, So I just wanted to thank FBM for shaping the BMX that I know and love uh, and helping shape my daily life as well. I find it rad to see that 30 years later we're still following that same ethos of what FBM was created on. Um, it's, it's clear that every decade of FBM has had a huge impact on my life and many other uh, riders my age. Not only FBM, but the main man behind FBM, Crandall. Um, I wanted to thank him for everything that he's brought to BMX and to our lives. Uh, I know he'll continue to bring the stoke and other projects. He puts his mind and energy towards and uh, much success in the future.
8: Thank you, Crandall. Thanks, John. Thanks, FBM. Thanks, guys. Thank you.
1: Declan Murray
0: FBM is BMX to me The first time I saw BMX was some greased up beefcakes uh, destroying themselves on some pallets and I thought it was the sickest shit ever so mom and dad got me a bike and I later realized that was the ghetto comp so I was just stoked on FBM from the get go and then later like meeting them dudes and seeing what they're about and just getting the stoke going via high fives and bike tricks and asking no more and just giving a whole lot. So, chefs at the Crandall, John Lee, John Quartz, Herb, everyone who was around, anyone that's been around, anyone that's came to Jams and made FBM what it is because they pretty much just they make... They make an excuse to go wild and have fun and just blow it out of proportion for the sake of fun. So FBM is BMX, baby.
16: My name is Shane Leaper, and uh, pretty much FBM means the world to me because right from the early days of my riding I was introduced to FBM on some of the props videos and uh, I ended up getting an angel of death and like being real stoked on the parts I had to get everything FBM try to get the videos you know like Ring of Fire and All Time Low and it's like I'd watch these videos and just try to copy that style like traveling and throwing jams stuff like that going to jams that was one of my favorite parts about FBM was that it showed a more, the more common side of BMX instead of like contests and money and big sponsorships. It was kind of just like sort of joking on all that and, you know, showed the great part of of just how BMX can be anything you really wanted it to be. But that style was like what was up to me. So and uh it all you know we ended up doing a lot of traveling and we we've run into steve a few times and like you know then he moves down here to richmond i think it's like i i'm not even sure what year it was but uh he he ended up asking about you know dylan getting on and riding fbm and we're super hyped for that she's like fuck dude be a part of fbm you know we've always loved this shit and yeah, you know, just helping us both out over time and uh, taking us on all the trips. Like, those Made in America trips are like, those things were like the best. You know, everyone's like so close and it's just, we were just going everywhere. So, those memories are just some good ones. But, uh, yeah, I just really appreciate those dudes so much and for involving us in everything ever that they could. And, uh, even though bike parts are on the hiatus, you know, I, I think that spirit's going to live on. We're all real close and just everyone's sort of just, or, or definitely is just still doing the same thing they always were. And so that's how you know that it's just going to keep going. So, um, yeah, that's all I got. Just FBM forever.
17: I have been selling FBM parts since I was about 16 years old, working at A1 Cycling in Manassas, Virginia. I'm now 37 years old and still selling FBM parts. This is Chad Powers, owner of Powers Bike Shop out of Richmond, Virginia, and this is what FBM means to me. We all know those three little letters Fatball Men, Fire Beer Mayhem, the Friendship Brotherhood Memories. Whatever you want those three little three letters to stand for, that is what FBM is. FBM is more than those three little letters to me. They are more than a BMX frame. They are more than a manufacturer. They're more than a brand. They're more than a t-shirt. They're more than a sticker. FBM is a lifestyle. FBM has impacted myself and anyone that has ever seen or heard those three little letters FBM has brought so many people together in a positive fashion and a positive jam in a positive party whatever however they have impacted you or me like that is that's what FBM is like some of the best events at powers bike shop has been the FBM DYI, World Championships, the build-your-own-fun jam, the bring-your-own-ramp jam that we've had at the shop. Like, that is what FBM means to me. You know, build your own fun. Have fun every day. Ride your bike however you want to ride it. Don't worry about what everyone else is doing or thinking. Like, you don't have to do the best trick. You don't have to... I don't know, do the biggest rail or do the biggest dirt jump. Like, you just have to make yourself or have yourself the most fun possible on a BMX because that is what FBM is to me. The most fun you can have on a BMX bike.
1: Kenny Horton.
18: FBM means a lot to me. They've given me opportunities where I didn't really have any. I spent my 20s going just, on FBM trips which was a pretty fucked up way to spend your 20s but it was fucking awesome I wouldn't change it for the world all those dudes are fucking awesome Uh, they're the best Um, they've changed the way I look at the world they've given a lot to me they've they've given a lot to BMX Uh, they employed fellow BMX dudes Um, they kept jobs and their money within BMX I mean their whole deal was living on a BMX bike and giving back to the community that they were directly involved in. It was more than a team, it was more than like a BMX team on a on a road trip going to fucking sell your products, you know. It was it, it wasn't it was like motivated by that, but it wasn't the end goal. There was something bigger than that.
1: Yeah, the fucking best. Love those dudes.
19: Garrett Ginch. Alright, let's just get right down to it. I love FBM. And everything that FBM represents and is from the bottom of my heart. Herbals, Crandall, John Lee, Quartz Bros, Chunk, all the other employees and the rest of the family that has been involved with FBM in any kind of way i just can't express my love enough it really i words couldn't really even do justice of how much i love FBM and i just can't thank all of them enough and with everything that they've that they've done for the team riders the company and the sport itself and I don't know. I can't really put it into words. I love you so much, FBM. And I can't wait just to keep continuing our friendship and and everything in between. FBM still lives, baby. 1993 to infinity. I love you, baby. I love you all. Good night.
1: All right. That wraps up the FBM team. Reflections Podcast. I hope you liked it. And Steve Grandel, John Lee, John Quartz, Mike Erb. Hope you guys liked it as well. You certainly have some good friends out there that will stick with you forever. I did want to let you guys know that some of the guys definitely have some new things going on. One of them is John is Building Zone Frames now through JC Metalworks, so you can find him on Instagram under that name, JC Metalworks. As most of you know by now, I know I've mentioned him a few times, uh, Steve Crandall's involved with RadShare, radshare.org. That's an awesome project that he's doing with Nate Hanger and possibly others, I'm not sure, but... Uh, but that's a that's a really cool deal they have going on, uh, getting bikes and safety equipment out there for for the kids. And uh, John Lee, John Lee, hope I'm not out of uh, turn saying this, but he grabbed himself a real nice job at the University of Binghamton, I believe. Not sure about Mike, but I'm sure he's he's doing well. And uh, that is it. Aside from anyone I may have missed, I know I reached out to a bunch of people and and got i don't feels like ninety nine percent of the the team and some shops and people affiliated with f b m over the years so got a pretty good cross section here and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Keep supporting and watching out for anything that these guys do in the future because I'm sure it won't be. Any less fun than it has been in the past. Alright, everyone be safe. We'll talk to you soon.